Beyond the Ranch with Jay Gannon from Find the Ranch. Welcome back to Beyond the Wrench. My name is Jay Gannon, and I am your host. Before we get started with the podcast, want to take a minute to announce our winner of the higher or lower game for last week, and that was Michael Marquis with a high score of 33. With that, he wins a $100 Amazon gift card brought to him by our sponsor, which was Sonic Tools. Uh, if you haven't checked out Sonic Tools, I would highly encourage you to do so. They're a really progressive tool company, some really cool starter sets. There's some really great organizational tools that they have. Just a really, really great company overall, and I would encourage you to go check out their website. Really good people. Unfortunately, Michael did not turn over the Queen of Hearts, so that pot rises yet again to $2,100. If you want to get in on that and maybe win that $2,100, Make sure you head out to the Wrenchway app and take the challenges, play the games, and get your chance at that $2,100. One last thing before we get started with the podcast is a little explanation of what we do at Wrenchway. And essentially what we do is help technicians find great places to work. If you think your shop is a top shop, we want to hear from you. Wrenchway Top Shops pages are like resumes for shops. They share all of the details technicians want to know before they apply, such as compensation, photos, and videos of the service areas, videos of technicians and managers. Uh, One thing you'll hear consistently about us, with us through 2022, is the importance of video in how that relates to how you attract really good talent. Uh, There's a bunch of other stuff on the backside of the, the top shops pages and some really, really good tools to help you proactively recruit really, really good talent. So attract more technicians to your shop by becoming a Wrenchway top shop. Visit wrenchway.com and contact us. We're more than happy to talk to you about uh, the offering and, and would love to, to see if maybe this tool can help you out. We'll put a link in the show notes as well, but that kind of segues really nicely into the podcast for this week. I'm joined by my business partner, Mark Wilson, and we talk about our year in 2021, a lot of the things we learned, a lot of the things we changed, and overall, just kind of what the outlook is for 2022 and and beyond. Uh, We've built some really, really cool things. Uh, We're also in the process of of sunsetting the Finder Wrench brand. So we talk about that and and really how that came to be. So a really cool show to to really look back and reflect on the year that was and, and really look at some of the things that we've got coming up. So hope you enjoy the show and we'll talk to you next week. All right. On this week's episode, I'm happy to be joined by my good friend and business partner, Mark Wilson. Mark, how are you today? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. It's crazy to me that we're already at the end of 2021. And really, that's kind of the whole point of this podcast is to take a look back at the things that we've maybe done over the course of this year, some of the stuff that we're going to do moving forward, and uh, just kind of recap what I I would say was a, a year of change, a lot of different change. So uh, let's start with that. Let's talk about with Wrenchway. This is obviously a growing platform. How 
how did things look this year? What we had some change, I would say, and that's probably putting it lightly. Yeah, definitely. And I'd agree. It's crazy. I feel like you say that we all say this every year of how fast it goes by. And this year was no exception to that. But then also it's weird when you look at things in a different perspective, you and I just got done going through probably half of our employee reviews this week and the other half next week. And so on one hand, the year flew by, but then also when we were talking to some employees about some stuff like School Connect, for instance, which we launched in February of 2021, both of us were like, wait a minute, that was not 2021. (laughs) That was 2020 we launched that. And it definitely was. So it's crazy how fast it goes when you think of it one way, but then also that seems like five years ago that we launched that. But yeah, we we had an amazing year, both kind of on the financial side, the traditional business metrics, but then on the team side and then on our mission as well. I think we're making progress and we, we're not doing it alone, nor do we claim to. But I think we're building awareness of how great this industry and profession can be. But at the same time, there are challenges and things that do need to be fixed and we can't sweep them under the rug. So I think... I think we're hitting on all cylinders of those from an actual product standpoint. A couple highlights for me for the year, definitely School Connect. We brought Kristen Battaglia on to lead that side of things. She's been awesome. Most people listening probably know who she is. She's been on the podcast. She's very active on LinkedIn. I think we have about 200 schools on it now. We have enhancements coming next year for it. So that's a free solution. If you're not aware of it, go out to our website, check it out. But that was pretty cool to get out. I have a list of a couple others, but maybe you want to comment on on the School Connect side first. Yeah, I I think maybe looking back, one of the things that I'm most proud of in how we built this company is that we are mission focused and and really everything that we've built is kind of on top of that, right? I think we really believe in trying to make the industry better. And I, at some level, I think that's what's driven a, a good product, right? And I think... School Connect is at the base of that. We know we need to get more people into the industry, capture the ones that are already interested in the industry and might not actually pursue the industry. But I, I talk to a lot of shops about this. And one of the, the coolest parts for me, and I think I'm really biased because I grew up in the industry, but we have a lot of really cool things about this industry. And like being able to show a student how advanced the technology is in these shops and how smart these technicians are and I, I don't think that just changes the perception of maybe that that student that's on the on the fringe, but maybe their parents, maybe the the guidance counselor at that school. You know, I think that's the cool part in being able to pull all of this together. And like you said, it's not just us. We've had some incredible partners be able to support us in this mission and be able to to really help develop those relationships with with schools. And that that's something that I'm I'm really, really excited about the progress that we made and then kind of what we've got moving forward. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of cool stuff coming and a lot of potential and a lot of willingness, like you said, for for other people to help out. So School Connect was a big one. It's not done by any means. We're literally just getting started. <clears throat> when we talked to Kristen yesterday during her review, I think I said, I feel like we're in the second inning of that. And that's probably not even true. Maybe even still in the... <laughs> just going into the bottom half of the first inning. Moving on a little, another thing I wanted to highlight is our main product, Top Shops. Um, That's our only paid product. We have a lot of great shops that are on there. 
Our mission is to help with the technician shortage. And I do think a crucial part of that is making sure they land uh, technicians land at good places to work. There are a ton of them out there. The stuff I think some people don't always talk about is there's some not so great places to work. And that's why people get treated poor or when people get treated poorly, they end up leaving the industry. And we have to admit that. But what we want to do is highlight the good places and help them learn and talk to their techs and and figure out how they can always be improving. So we product-wise added a lot to that. We don't need to go through every little feature, but the big one I wanted to highlight, our video section. That was of our main sections. That was the last one that got added. And I think going into next year, we now realize it's the most important probably. So getting people to do easy videos, show off that new equipment, show off your facility, talk to your technicians. If you're the service manager, the owner, the GM, get in front of the camera, just as if you were uh, across the table from someone during an interview. Those guys are, or girls are great at selling why you should work here. Why not do that on video? It works every time. It's just, we need to get more people to do it. So adding video is good. Also something we call the activity tracker, which again, I don't want to make this a commercial for top shops, but the main point there is accountability and consistency. That's a big learning we had this year is none of what we do is all that hard. You just have to be intentional and consistent with it and keep your team accountable. We always tell people 10, 15 minutes a week. Everyone we talk to talks about how important finding and keeping technicians is but then they don't do anything or they post on a job board and think that's good enough. And then they complain about it at the next monthly meeting or quarterly meeting. So when they follow the program and have someone dedicate 10 minutes a week, five, 15 minutes a week, we can show them what activities to do, but that's been a game changer for us too, is to not just say that, but get people bought in and show them how it can. We always talk internally. It's kind of like working out. Most people know the stuff they should be doing, but then they talk about it and New Year's resolution times right around the corner. We'll hear a lot of that now, but there's a big difference between just talking and actually doing it. Big area for you. You probably have a lot to add on that, that part of it as well. Yeah. 2022 is my year on the fitness side, by the way. But I think we learned so much. And even as we d- developed the platform, one of the things that I think was a really important lesson for us was finding the right people in the dealership or in the shop to do the tasks. Right. Like I think a lot of times when we first started it, we were very focused on the service manager and we quickly found out that the service manager is overwhelmed almost all the time. They're trying to put out fires of their daily life. And a lot of the tasks that we're asking a shop to do aren't necessarily the ones that the service manager needs to be involved with. Yes, they do need to be involved with the actual hiring of the person, but some of the action that goes into actually attracting those those candidates doesn't always need to be the service manager, right? Exactly. We we now add to all of our onboarding. Uh, we show different roles of how we need to, at our client, have a champion and a sponsor. It may be many of those, but at least one champion, which is what we call the person responsible for making sure at least one thing gets done every week. Oftentimes in the past, like you said, that was the service manager or above, and those don't work. We've done hundreds of these and very few times is the service manager what we call the champion because they're so busy. 
when they get pulled away in their head, they're thinking, oh, I'll get to that later. I know I won't skip this week, but then they do something else comes up and then two weeks goes by three weeks and the stuff works, but only if you stick to it. Uh, whereas if you can get, whether it's someone in HR recruiting, whether it's a marketing person, more commonly, we're seeing someone on the service side, maybe a younger tech or someone like that. Again, you're not pulling them away from a lot of their time working on the vehicles. It's five minutes a week. It's 10 minutes. But the question we, we've had success with in when we're onboarding a client is saying to that owner, that service manager, that GM, who on your team is that person that wants to eventually be in management, kind of a go-getter. They want to help out wherever they can. This is such a perfect chance to give them ownership over something. Again, you're not taking them away from their primary job. Well, I guess you are, but for 10 minutes a week. If you can't help develop their career for 10 minutes a week with some of this stuff, then I kind of say shame on you for that. But it, it framing it that way, it used to be the service manager would tell us, oh, there's just no one that can help. It has to be me. I'm so busy. I'll find a way to get it done. But when we frame it that way, they're usually like, oh, I actually have a perfect person or two people that would be ideal. So now they get to own something and feel a part of it and truly make a difference. And then the service manager gets to be what we call the sponsor, the person who's checking in because we send reports to make sure the stuff gets done and that can hold the champion accountable. And that little difference has helped us so much. It sounds so simple, but that that mindset is huge for us in onboarding our top shops. Yeah, I I agree. And that was some stuff that we had to learn going through the process as well. And I think it's not only helped us from a wrenchway standpoint, but I think it's helped a lot of our clients even understand what their internal process is and how, how they should put more thought into it. And a lot of times it's easy for maybe a, a dealer principal or fixed ops director or owner, whoever it is to just kind of push it on the shoulders of the service manager. Well, it's to the point now it's not getting better. The technician shortage isn't getting better. So it is kind of all hands on deck and you have to have a plan and have people that know what their roles are. And if you can find that that person that has bigger aspirations and where they're at right now, do some of these tasks, you're going to be far more successful. And and so is that person, right? They, they like showing off. And Mark, I know you and I talked about it. I had an experience like that when I was a, a, a young employee where they gave me the reins on one specific engine line when I was at back in my diesel injection days. And that meant the world to me to be able to show off what I could do. And it, you know, it wasn't a huge product line for them, but it was a, a big deal to me. And I think if you can find that right person, that's super, super impactful. So yeah, I, I, the activity tracker stuff, I, I think so many people might see what we do on the front end there, but there's so much going on on the back end of Wrenchway. And that's the stuff, that's really the meat of it, of what can really get that out there. And I think that's that's where we've made a lot of progress, I feel like, as a company in this last year is understanding that, understanding maybe the inner workings of a lot of the people that we work with and, and trying to help them out there. So but I, I love that part of the business. Yeah, definitely. And, and the more people we get using it, just like any product, the more suggestions we get, the more uh, streamlined things get and the more features we add. And it's just it's fun to see it evolve. Definitely. So. I feel really proud of everything we've done with our Top Shops program. I have two more kind of product things I want to touch on. Yeah. Maybe it won't be as long, but big one was reverse job posts. We got that out I think end of July. It's been really cool to see that grow. Admittedly, we still have work to be done to 
you know, make things one click instead of two or, you know, the way it's laid out on the page. Overall, the feedback has been great, but it is a first version of a product. We've had a lot of success stories. We've seen where people get hired. A challenge, so I guess if you don't know what that is, I'll spare you the commercial, but go check that out. But it's, in our opinion, a better way for technicians to find a new employer if they're not happy with where they're. So basic concept is they fill out a profile. They don't share their name, their contact information, even where they currently work. It's a profile kind of of their skill sets and experience and what they're looking for. And then shops can message them and they can have whole conversations through the app. And then when they're ready, they can actually come in for an interview. So that's been cool to see, to get that out there. There are some things we're adding to that to, to make it better. We had a student version that we didn't anticipate doing, but we, we got that added. So good things with reverse chat posts. You and I had been talking about that even before we officially started working together on that almost was our first product before Top Shops. And so to have that out there, at least the first version of it, I, I think is really cool. And and the dev team did an awesome job on that as well. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They're they're a talented group. We've gone through some of their reviews and it's uh, I always say like when I talk to them, if you ever want to feel stupid, talk to our dev team because they they, they are some really, really smart people. <laughs> well even that though, and they are very intelligent. It's cool to see how much they're starting to care about our mission in the industry. And they'll send me articles they read and stuff that has nothing to do with writing code. One of our guys lives in Indianapolis and he went and he actually bought a Mercedes Sprinter van and ended up talking to the salesman and got us a sales or an intro into the service manager to sell our product. And you don't see developers do that very often, but I meet with them all the time. And that's, you know, a big part of my role is overseeing the product side of things and the questions they're asking. They're just they're like me. They didn't know a lot about this industry going into it, but we're a couple of years in now and, and they're really learning. And it kind of resonates with, there's a shortage of software developers too. And there's so many computers and technology in cars. A lot of it resonates with them. So that, that's, that's been cool. Too. The last product I want to mention, there's a lot more of this. I guess this is less of a product and more of a kind of feature we laid out. But on Ranchway now, we have a section called Shop Talk. We always had, or not always, most of 2020 had videos within an individual shop's page. But now some of those videos were aggregating together and creating kind of a news feed. So if I'm a technician, I can search in my area and maybe I'm a kid entering the industry and I want to see just videos about career development or mentoring programs from shops in my area. I can search and find that. Next year, we'll be posting more content out there. So growing that shop talk. Uh, feed of videos. Right now, it's in beta. Uh, we literally just released it, I think, two or three weeks ago. There's some education that has to go on with our our clients of you know what types of videos they should be posting and not just be sell, 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 come work here and instead show them and talk to them about industry topics. But the foundation is there. I think this time next year when we do our recap video, I'm hopeful and confident that we'll talk a lot about how how much that shop talk page has grown yeah i i agree and it, it's it's been cool i know you and i've had this discussion before but when you see the different shops and what they're doing and how they look and the differences between them i think it opens a lot of people's eyes because they're so used to the shop that they're in that they don't even i've had 
shop owners or dealer principals or whoever tell me that they're looking at other shops that are on there and they just think it's great to be able to get ideas and be able to try and make their shops better places right and i think that goes back to our mission of helping make the industry better and it is cool to see people that are watching that feed and 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 the people that are putting out videos i think are doing a great job of, of showing off their places too so i, I think it's a yeah. really cool feature Definitely. So more to come on that. A couple marketing things I wanted to highlight for this kind of year end. One, obviously Tech Mission. It's our biggest event of the year. We did it about a month or so ago. It was our second time doing it. We had over 1,500 uh, people sign up for it, which is up from 500 last year. I was blown away when we got 500 last year. So it's it's crazy. We don't spend money marketing it or anything like that. It's just getting the word out with the great partners that we have. The content I thought was awesome. The amount of comments and, and uh, feedback we got from that was really cool to see. We, at the beginning of the year, were pretty good about doing a roundtable at least once a month. We got busy and kind of got away from that a little bit. So going into next year, we want to bring that back so it's not just a one once a year thing. Before I move on to the other marketing thing I wanted to highlight, Jay, you, have any, you were very busy leading up to tech mission and during tech missions. I'm guessing you have some stuff you want to say about that. Well, one, it was just really nice that I, I wasn't the moderator of all the panels this year. So it wasn't so <laughs> overwhelming for me this year. It was actually really nice. And I think that goes to show the growth in our team too and, and how how much others in our organization have taken on those types of, of different type of events, right? We've had uh, Kristen host roundtables, Kate host roundtables, Sarah's been an integral part of all of it. And I think the the cool part for me is seeing them be able to share their story and see them grow their kind of individual brands and and uh, how unique each personality is and, and really bringing different voices to the table, I think has been one of the coolest things of over the course of the year in general. Yeah, definitely. The other marketing thing I want to mention, so we, we, if you're listening, you probably know this. We put out a lot of content. Even this podcast, we talk to smart, interesting, cool people. More of that to come next year. But one thing I challenged the team in the fall, I think, to do was to put out spotlights on technicians that are still in, still working as technicians, or maybe they've graduated to management or become an instructor. I think we can do even more of that. But the reason I asked them to do that is we want to highlight more of the good. Sometimes on the forums and things like that, people complain and talk about why they left the industry or why, you know, it's not so great. And I, those are valid concerns. Don't get me wrong. But I think sometimes that minority is, or it's a vocal minority and people don't always speak up on the good. So those spotlights, what I wanted to do is have a collection of things you can show high school kids or whoever, of, you know, real people, they enjoy it first and foremost, but then two, they can make a great living and support their family as a technician. And then if they don't want to stay a technician, it can lead to a lot of other good successes as well. One thing that really irritates me is you look at like the department of labor statistics and things like that. And the average salary, you know, 37,000 or 42,000 or whatever it is, you know, different thing depending on what you look at. And they're lumping so many, you know, entry level oil change, that type of stuff is fine. You know, that's a good starting point and a good job on its own in some cases. But if you're going to make a career out of this, 
there's a lot of people we know that make six figures or 80,000 or more. And like, I want to highlight those stories and separate that a little more. Because even within the trades, I see a chart floating around social media a lot, promoting the trades. And our our side's always last. And it's like electricians make 85,000, plumbers 68, you know, throwing out numbers here. And then they have us at 42 or 45. And it's like, we need to do a better job of showing if you get your certifications, if you get some experience, you can easily double that. Um, Again, especially if you're at a good shop. So anyway, we haven't cracked that nut yet and how to get that message out there, but that's a challenge I want to do going forward. And I think we've started it by, and maybe instead of lumping everyone together, we look at specific stories and can show the kids, you know, you make this much or you put a little time in and you definitely will be making good money. So I feel like I'm getting a little preachy with that one, but that is a pet peeve of mine that those stats are all people look at and we need to show the the human side, the real stories a little more. I, I love the passion. Like that, <laughs> this is something that like when, when you say that, you know, you fully embrace the industry, I think that's where, you know, two years ago, or two and a half years ago, you didn't know as much about the industry. And and now you fully immersed yourself into it. And it's fun to see the pride come out and really see, you know, this is what this industry is all about. We do have some pretty awesome things in this industry that aren't talked about very often. And I I, I 100% agree that a lot of times that it's the negative voices in the crowd, aka social media, that tend to stick out. And there are a lot of really happy technicians out there. And that's what we want more of, right? That's why we've got top shops. That's why we we do what we do is to make more shops that are are fulfilling what a technician needs. So I, I think I think there's a lot of that out there, and we just try to highlight that as much as we possibly can. Yeah, we always talk about how we want to help shops tell their story, and we want to tell the industry, the profession, that the story as well. Kind of with that, I. I putting you on the spot here, but I, we're usually in, in sync with some of these things. I didn't plan on talking about, but I think we should talk about the change from initially find a wrench to then creating Wrenchway and having kind of two brands. And now I guess this is the first time we're saying it kind of publicly that we we're shifting everything to Wrenchway. We still believe in everything find a wrench was, but I think we kind of outgrew it a little. So just for background, when we started Wrenchway, there's nothing wrong with Finder Wrench and being recruiters, but even the name itself, it, it, we were recruiting for technicians and we wanted a bigger mission, something where helping companies recruit was key to it, but doing things with retention, working with schools, other programs we have coming up, it it allowed us to spread our wings a little bit and take on that more mission element of it. And we didn't want to make the change right away because Finder Wrench was clicking and, and going well. And, and we had to prove we could make money doing this. So we we have a mission, but we're not a mop, not-for-profit. We we do have to charge companies for certain things. So we we got Wrenchway out into the public for about a year or so, coming up on a year and a half now since Top Shops was launched. And it's going really well. We have a small team. We need to focus and we want to focus on the, the side of the wrench way. So we will be communicating that more with clients we have over the last uh, few months already. But we will be folding the wrench, or excuse me, the Find a Wrench brand and, and name in early 2022 into Wrenchway. It it did get confusing having to. We thought it would, but we kind of needed to prove things out. And then the last point I'll add, because I know you'll want to talk about 
this is the traditional way of recruiting technicians is tough. If that's all you're doing, good luck. I'd say a lot of what we preach on the Wrenchway side of being proactive and going after passive candidates, not just posting on job boards and not just calling or texting to try to poach people away or things like that, not to reduce traditional recruiting to that, but there is so much more you can do. That's almost like a marketing aspect that we do incorporate into Wrenchway. So we kind of compared the two side by side, traditional recruiting and what I call employer marketing. And the Wrenchway side just works a lot better. Again, if you buy into it and you stay consistent. But anyway, that's that's a big change for us and probably scary for you. You you started Find a Wrench on your own. It, it's not like it was a failure or anything. It's just an evolution. Without what you did to start Find a Wrench, there wouldn't even be Wrenchway. So that that's a big thing. I'll shut up now. I'll let you. <laughs> no, I, I think you, you summarized that really well. Of course, we're incredibly proud of, of everything we did on the Find a Wrench side. I think everything we learned during that time, you know, it's, it'll be basically uh, a five-year shelf life of what, what Find a Wrench was. And, and it really took all of those lessons and learning what we learned on the recruiting side to be able to apply into the Wrenchway side to make that a really solid product. So, you know, we, we had grown the, the Find a Wrench side really, really fast. It was, we had a lot of really good partners on that side. And over the course of the past couple of years, you could start to see the effectiveness of job boards just start to get less and less and less. The job boards got busier and busier. The messages that we were putting out for on, on behalf of our shops uh, that we were working for just weren't as effective as they once were. And that was a really tough pill to swallow. But it also was something where I think you look at it from a growth standpoint and what we built up in terms of a following on the find a wrench side. And again, it's something that I'm, I'll forever be super proud of, uh, but also fully acknowledge the fact that we needed to shift and we needed, uh, we needed some technology to kind of back this up. And, and almost, it's almost like the, the teaching how to fish analogy, right? Like it, it's, it's, we can fish for you, but if we can teach you how to fish, it's probably going to be much more effective. And, and I think, that's really where it it led us. And, you know, it's it's always a tough decision when you put so much hard work into a brand to kind of uh, turn that switch off. But in this sense, it made it made all the sense in the world to do this, to get clarity of our brand, to get clarity of our product and really use all of the, the principles and the pieces that we found to be effective in our learnings from the finder inch side into this side and, and making this a successful go. So I, I will say thank you to all of the customers of finder inch of all of our partners of finder inch. It, it, uh, it means a great deal to me because it's something that I started without knowing if anybody would actually buy <laughs> what we were selling. It was more of just my personal experience of something that I was struggling with. I wasn't a recruiter by any stretch of the imagination going into it. We had some some early success and that led me uh, to be confident in what we were building. But it is something where this business is the wrenchway side is just more satisfying in general to be able to really partner with a client, teach them how how to do some of this stuff, give them a path in order to be successful and 
And ultimately, it's I, I, I'm very, very excited about it. I, I, the clarity in who we are in terms of Wrenchway, the sole focus of Wrenchway, it just helps bring our message even further ahead. So at the end of the day, it's somewhat sentimental feelings and, and, and sunsetting find a wrench, but it's for the greater good of the company and the greater good of the industry. So I think that's at the end of the day, what it's all about. And, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Yeah. Well said on all that. I'm going to add two points. One, it's not just the same old thing, you know, yeah. it, for all the reasons we just said, it lets us do so much more and sets us up for the future. So that I want to make clear, first of all, that hopefully everyone knows Wrenchway is much more than, than recruiting. So that's, it's not like a negative publicity or anything. So we had to make a name change. You know, we're not meta or metaverse or whatever. I don't even know <laughs> what's going on with Facebook, but I think that's what sometimes people think of with a name change. So that's number one. It, it's all positive moving forward and gives us a bigger, better, stronger foundation to build up upon. And then number two, it is sad, but I'll also have the finder wrench oven mitts that Jay's mom made and I think there's like five of them at my house. So those will never go away. I'll always I'll always have that to leave that. Lasting up. impact. Yes. Lasting impact. You got oven mitts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it it was cool though. And like it, it, the just the branding and everything, it, that'll that'll be the stuff that always kind of sticks with me. I think my mom went on a uh, spree with her cricket machine there for a while. So I've got all <laughs> kinds of minor and stuff, but <laughs> yeah, but no, no, it's, it was, it's been good for sure. Very cool. Yeah. So let's look, well, I had two other things I want to cover. Which one do you want to go first? I want to talk a little bit about the team. We don't have to go through specific individuals, but just in general, but then also looking forward to a couple things of 2022. I'll let you pick which direction we go. Let's do team and then the updates. Okay, cool. And we'll keep this five, 10 minutes left. We, we won't go the full hour on this one. My comments for the team in general, you know, some of the, the main stuff we'll keep internal. So we won't um, talk a lot about that. But overall, our team is amazing. Anything we asked of them, everything we just talked about of building two companies and then now putting all our eggs in, in one basket, that's stressful. That's hard. That's confusing. Everyone has embraced it. People not, we talked about how I've learned the industry the last couple of years, Howard with dev team. Same thing with everyone on our marketing side. We're still learning. The marketing team, we started a TikTok account and they do an amazing job on that. We get hundreds of thousands of views, which blows my mind. But they don't, they don't know how to fix a car or things like that. So they ask you for help. We ask our partners. We want to be on point on message but it kind of forces them to learn. And sometimes you put stuff out there and you're like, Ooh, I didn't even know that, but you learn in the comments and it ends up being a good thing. So just our team overall being willing to embrace change and have that hunger. And I always say you won't see curiosity on a resume, but it's the most important thing for me of people that are willing to be curious, be learning, be willing to stick out or jump out of their comfort zone. So I love everything about that. But then also, it was a tough year for life events. I think everyone's business has this. I think a little more so as a small company, you get to know your team more. And they it sounds cliche, but they seem like family. So we had some happy things, some engagements, some weddings, births of new or at least one new child, new houses that people were able to buy because they're starting their career and doing well with us. So those are great. And then we had some not so great things, some very gut-wrenching things, you know, a key member of someone I work directly with had lost a parent this year. 
we had someone on our management team lose a child. Like th- this stuff, it's hard. Great like stuff. it's a good time of year to appreciate your team. Our whole business is about finding, attracting, and retaining talent. Uh, I think we do a good job of it on our own side of, of appreciating and treating them like humans, not a number in a spreadsheet or a way to generate more revenue or things like that. So just overall, hopefully all our team listens to this. They'll hear me say it. They've heard me one-on-one. They, we say it all the time. So I'm not worried about them not knowing it, but I'm saying it publicly now. I do appreciate everything you guys do and really look forward to 2022. Jay, I wish you and I were together here. I would cheers a beer with you um, <laughs> or it's, at least afternoon. Uh, we're f- filming this here in the morning, but no, overall, I love our team. It's it's awesome. This is the third startup I've been with. Every time I love the team, but it it th- there's something different and unique and special about our team here. And I love that. Uh, I agree. There, there's something to the fabric of it. Everybody seems to get along really well. And just, uh, it is from a company standpoint, one of the closest teams that I've I've ever been a part of. And Everybody looks out for each other's back and, and just is, is uh, seemingly trying to help each other out and not a lot of jealousy, not a lot of gossip, not a lot of the, the bad stuff. It's just a lot of, of really good, caring people. I think that that's what all, you know, the shops that we talk to, that's what we, we, we kind of practice what we preach. You want to hire good people, not just the next warm body. And it's because of that. You, you want that culture. So I, I completely agree. Yeah, well said. So last thing I had on my list was a couple quick things to look forward to next year. Jay and I are actually jumping on a call here in a few minutes with a big partner of ours, and we definitely don't want to be late for that. So we'll get the abbreviated version. You guys have probably heard us talk about Top Shops. That's going to be launching in the first quarter. It's a place for post-secondary schools to find out if you're a student, a high school student, whatever, someone looking for a career change. We want to have almost a directory of where you can see not just what schools have programs, but details about them, photos of the shop, videos from the instructors, information about costs, things like that. Some of that stuff's already on their websites, but it's hard to find. And any local like tech college, for instance, probably has a hundred different programs. They might have a paragraph or two about this or list out the classes. We want to go deeper and promote that and promote the employers they work with and probably highlight people that have gone through that program and what they've done and and that'll grow, but it's just another thing to bring awareness to the profession and to these schools. They're struggling with enrollment. We want to see what we can do to help with that. So we're very excited to get that out. We'll always be adding new features to our Top Shops program. We have a really cool one coming out here in the first part of January that helps get your team members involved in simple things using some of the gamification stuff I've used in the past with a prior company. So we'll save that. I guess, yeah, I'm not going to go through feature by feature because we're limited on time, but overall, we'll continue to build awareness and create positivity about the industry while also not pretending the negativity doesn't exist or the potential improvements don't exist it's important to not focus on those, but to at least talk about those as well. So those are my highlights going into 2022. What do you got, Jay? I think for me, our company as a collective going into 2022 is is set for a really big year. And I, I don't say that just from like a pat ourselves on the back type of standpoint, but just genuine excitement from my end, the impact we can have on the industry from anybody, you know, 
in high school to tech school to all the way through their career, being able to to really impact the industry in a positive manner and and really hopefully start to change some of the perception that's out there and then change, you know, just change maybe some of the stuff that sucks out there too, right? There there is some stuff that's not great and that I think we can do a better job at. So the more the more content we put out, I'm super excited about the content that we'll put out in 2022. I'm proud of the content that we put out in 2021, but just kind of the focus we have on that, I think is different than a lot of companies. We put a lot of focus on and time and effort and money into into this stuff so that we we produce, you know, non-salesy content, stuff that we're not just, you know, pumping ourselves up. It's it's pumping the industry up and getting smart people to talk about these really important issues. And so for me, it's the content, it's the product itself, uh, the enhancements that we continue to add. I think the people that signed up for Wrenchway at the very beginning to now and the people that, you know, were early adopters of this have seen the growth in the platform and seen how much value we've added on top of the stuff that was our foundation. So uh, we're going to keep doing that. We're going to keep adding value. We're going to keep, you know, doing everything we can to make sure that when somebody signs up on our program, that they see true value out of it. And that's, 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 that to me is the most important piece and really kind of what gets me up in the morning is to make sure that we, we take care of our people. Yeah, definitely. So last comment I have is just, Thanks to you for another good year. It's our second year officially partnering on this. It's always a little weird. You read stories about, you know, friends that go into business together and it doesn't always, in fact, it often doesn't work out. And we're two years in and and I'm confident that, you know, long-term we'll, we'll always be able to make this work. But thank you for all you've done. I learned a lot from you. I like your ambition. I like being kind of the guy behind the scenes building the product and, <laughs> You like, I don't want to put words in front of you, but you're just better at it, getting out in front of it and and kind of being the face. So I think we click and and mesh well together in that regard. I'm looking forward to another great year as as your partner building this thing together. Same to you, man. I, I, you said it in a nice way. I just like talking in general. So that, that, that helps, but yeah, it's, it's been a really, really good relationship and we've said it from the start that you like to do the stuff I don't like to do. And, and I like to do the stuff that maybe you don't like to do. So it just, it, it seems to work out really well. And I think it's reflected in our team and, and really how much progress we've made as a, as a whole. Right. And so I I'm elated about what we've got coming and what we've done already. Yeah. Super, super pumped and excited. It does. The one thing I was going to say that we missed that I completely forgot about was I had a blast on our one year anniversary party. Uh, that was like a virtual thing. And we got to have some beers with some of our partners and stuff like that. Yeah. So that seems like a million years ago as well, but all in all, just a lot of fun. And, and it's always, I think we're in such an exciting time of our business and, and look forward to 2022. Yeah. Agreed. I think this probably will come out next week after Christmas, but we're recording it here on December 23rd Festivus. So enjoy Festivus. <laughs> have a, have a Merry Christmas and hope your family's doing well. And, and I'll see you next week. Yes. Happy holidays, everybody. And uh, thank you for all your support in 2022 or 2021. The the podcast just we had some great, great numbers for the podcast. And we can't tell you how much we appreciate all the support, not only in the podcast, but in Wrenchway in general. So thanks to everybody out there. Look forward to talking to you again in the new year.